Hey everyone, it's uh, Andy here in episode 7 of the Mountain Malarkey podcast with my fellow host Dave. Say hello Dave. Hello everyone, how are you? Everyone's answered. (laughs) (laughs) It must have been quiet for a week Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I wonder why. Well, I'm just fed up... It's nice to ask someone else how they are. You know? <laughs> Everyone's asking me that question. And how are you? I'm all right. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's been, you know it's been a rough a rough week, but yeah, I've got through, got through. Good man. Well, welcome back, mate. And this, um, what is this episode all about? Um, yeah, well, we're going to talk about the ten sort of top ten life hacks that keep a smile on your face when you're trekking at altitude or trekking anywhere, really. Yeah. Um, you know, there are little things that we've learned over and over again. Yeah. Um. You know, they're just, you know, to trudge into a trek. <laughs> no, no, it's great. And yeah, you're right. It's, it's things we've kind of learned, isn't it? And, it is, and, yeah. And things we kind of picked up along the way. And also as well, I, I, I kind of, there was quite a few people back bef- when we launched the podcast. Um, and we put a bit of a survey out there and, and people put recommendations of what they wanted, you know, yeah. an episode to be about. We had quite a few people did mention, you know, is any hacks, yeah, yeah, any things like that that we that we've learned from our experiences, yeah. So this episode, yeah, is all about those kind of a few different things that we've kind of learned along the way um, that have helped us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, some of the things I've you know learned myself through trial and error. Other yeah. things have been recommended to me. Other times I've been on the trail and I've seen someone do something and I thought. Bloody genius! <laughs> Absolute genius! And and yeah. I've stolen the idea. Well, great. I can't wait to go into it. And look, I mean, these these hacks, they're all about high altitude. So whether it's Everest Base Camp, Kili, whether you go to South America to places like Machu Picchu, even the Atlas Mountains, like Tupacal, things like that. Um, but you know, while, while we're discussing it, if you are interested in, in heading out to Everest Base Camp, do go into the show notes. There is a link there that you can download our guide. But if you're just listening, um, if you go to bit.ly forward slash Everest BC guide, You'll be able to download the full guide, the Everest Base Camp guide, full walkthrough, has some videos um, and a full trip walkthrough there, and I highly recommend you do that. So let's get stuck into the episode, Dave. Yeah, why not? Um, yeah, so what have we been up to then? I know, well, I mean, most people who are listening probably know why you've, why there was maybe one missing last week. But Yeah, I'm hoping, you know, we haven't lost anything, you know, feeling <laughs> no. a bit rusty. But yeah, um, no, we went to the Adventure Travel Show in London. Yeah, yeah. Um, fantastic which, weekend. Wasn't yeah, it? that was really good. It was it was hard. Um, I think we decided we're going to get a couple more people down with us next time because yes, it's it's quite <clears throat> difficult to do for two of us. But I mean, not difficult. I mean, it doesn't have to be. We make it difficult because I try and spend as much time as I can with everyone yeah. that comes to the booth. Yeah, um, which means you know it's it's nonstop for two days. I mean, you know, can't complain too hard. You know, I'm sure people have harder jobs. I'm just <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah, no, that was great. We got to meet loads of like. Um, you know, fellow customers, loads of hopefully new customers, loads yeah. of the general people that were just, you know, want to talk about this subject that we love so much. Yeah, it was great. I mean, yeah, if you're listening and you, and you did have a chance to catch up with us, because there's quite a few ever trackers came, you know, to London and said hello, some of you locals, some of you travelled. But we did speak to people who were looking at, you know, heading to Everest, some people were looking at Killy. Yeah. Um, and some people were looking at, you know, even further afield. I mean, I think we met someone who was actually climbing Everest yeah, next year, yeah. a young lady. Um, but yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. And I think on the back of that, you're right, like me and Dave, you know, we're not sort of the people to sit 
at the back. We like to get involved. <laughs> and we, we kind of, um, I think, yeah, two days of full-on talking has uh, left it left it left its mark on us. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was the uh, the coronavirus, but it no. wasn't uh, a million miles away from what hit you last week. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, I think it was all the handshaking um, that went on. But yeah, yeah um, I think even on the Sunday, you know, I was like, oh, don't feel good. Don't feel <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. not Not 100%. Um, but no, by Wednesday, like Tuesday night. Yeah, you were rough, huh? Yeah, it was really bad, yeah. Woke well, up, mate, you woke know. Up, woke up with the, um, in the middle of the night, and uh, I've had flu before. Mm. Um, so, I, you know, I know the difference between a cold and flu, and yeah, I was like, oh, God, this is it now. Yeah. This is, uh, I'm, so, I'm actually quite surprised. It, normally, it takes a little bit longer than it has done, so I'm quite glad that within a week, I sort of, I'm able to come back in. Yeah, fair dues, mate. I mean, you did. Uh, and look, you know, we've got some big plans. Um, if you've been listening to some of the previous episodes, uh, myself, Dave, um, and a team of our Evertrekker test pilots uh, and some good friends of ours are coming to Killy in yep. about three and a half weeks. So, you know, we have kind of stepped up some training. I've been out a few times. Yeah. Just getting the legs into it. Um, I, I haven't. You know. <laughs> I know. No. You'll um, be fine. Yeah, I've been practicing sleeping whilst feeling cold. <laughs> Um, is one of the things that I've been doing. No, oh, it's, 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 it's arrived at the worst possible time, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, if, again, if you've been listening to this podcast, you probably realise that most of high altitude and almost, um, how can I put it, almost succeeding or succeeding is maybe the wrong word, but you just got to crack on sometimes, haven't you? Even when yeah. you get down. Because sometimes, look, if you're in the middle of a trek and you're hitting with a cold or something, it's bloody hard. Yeah, but you've you've got to kind of almost mentally pick yourself up and say, "Come on now, let's keep going," yeah. even if it's hard, you know. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree, and I know um, that's that's kind of been the way it has for you. And, yeah, and I know we got Killy. If we, it's one of those. If if you haven't done enough training, you'll still do it. I'd be all right. I'd get through there. I was yeah. in. Oh, I mean, I did base camp in October, so I know where I'm at, sort of fitness wise. Yeah. Um. So I got no real. I got no concern about that, but I suppose this is like it sort of highlights the concerns that a lot of people might have, you know. Yeah. Like my training got hit, I didn't get to do enough. Yeah. I'm coming off the back of feeling feeling ill and stuff like that, and um, I, yeah, just screw it, isn't it? Don't worry about it. You'll smash it. Nah, <laughs> yeah. So that, that's my attitude about it. I just think, you know, I'm gonna still go out there and have a great time. I'm gonna climb Kilimanjaro, and you know, it's good. It's good fun. It's better than sitting in bed. Yeah, exactly. No, mate, we'll have a great time. And look, if if you're thinking of of got a Killy. Um, yeah, we've got kind of hooked up with a great outfit out there, and it's it's something that we've you know, we've got some sort of dates later this year. Uh, but look out and keep an eye on social media because we'll be we'll be sort of putting some yeah um, putting some videos and some images, and as as well we're gonna do we're talking maybe a two or three three part podcast sort of serial if you like. Um, we're on Killy, so we're gonna actually record a couple of podcasts on Kilimanjaro. Yeah, just to give you a little bit of an insight into what life is like while climbing the mountain. Um, you know, be interviewing some of our customers. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Um, you know, interviewing some of our guides. So, yeah, if, if you if you regularly listen to this podcast, definitely keep a lookout for that because you know we think it's going to be quite cool. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, doing a podcast. I think it's, I think it's going to be great. I think doing a podcast on the way up, and we got video cameras and stuff, <laughs> so we're going to be getting some cool footage. But I think yeah, yeah. being able to talk to people from sort of day one to eight. Yeah. You know, and like follow the way they feel and stuff like that is going to be great. I'm really looking forward to it. Awesome. Um, yeah, it's going to be great. No, I can't wait for it. And look, you know, the things we talk about today is very, um, you, know, you can you can use these on any trip. Um, and yeah, we got we got 10. But while we're sort of discussing this, if you do have any of your own, you know, after this, share it to us. You know, whether you post on social media or when we, when we post the link to the podcast. Or don't forget, 
we got a little podcast email. So if you do podcast at evertrek.co.uk, yep. um, share us, you know, things that have maybe worked for you because then we can share that to the wider community. Um, and plus, you know, we don't know everything. We we like to, we're always learning, aren't we? Yeah, or any <laughs> or, or any other random questions that you want to ask us. Yeah. You know? like I said, ideally situated between our sort of knowledge of trekking and stuff. Yeah, but I'm open to anything. Yeah, ask me anything. <laughs> Good man. <laughs> well, Dave, look, let's get stuck into the the top ten. Yeah. Um, the ten hacks keep you smiling in the mountains. So number one, then. I'll let you go with that because you you bought me one recently. Yeah, yeah. So the one thing I always do on every trek that I go is I bring more than one power bank with me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think these are great. So I use the the twenty six thousand eight hundred anchor, and I've got a Rav Power one. I've got about five all in all. Now yeah. I know a lot of people talk about things like you know they want the what do they call it digital detox yeah. where they want to go and they want to turn their phone off and ignore everything. But actually, what I what I enjoy is like the freedom of choice, you Having know, the option. Yeah. I like yeah, to be yeah, able yeah. to switch off if I want to yeah. turn on if I want to. Um, I don't like to have, I like not to have to worry about where I can plug my phone in, where I can plug my camera in, where yeah. I can charge all of this stuff. So yeah, bringing these power banks means that no matter where I am, that could be in a tent on the side of Kilimanjaro. It yeah. could be in a lodge. It could be on a plane. Yeah. It could be in a foreign hotel. Yeah. I've, Always able to keep myself connected, and yeah, if I it, it doesn't mean anything. If I want to disconnect, I can just hold the button down and my phone goes off. Yeah, <laughs> but, but you've got I, the choice. But when I do it the other way, I like it to turn, <laughs> I like it to turn on. <laughs> you know? Exactly. So, it's, it's a good one, isn't it? So yeah, I mean, let's and, be honest. And I tell you what, a hidden benefit, and I don't know how safe this is. Yeah. But if you are charging a power bank, right, they get quite warm. Okay. Stick it in your boot. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I haven't I, tried that. I'm one, telling either. you, I have charged my power banks in my boots just to keep them warm. It makes almost no difference. Yeah, but um, <laughs> but small differences. Make yeah, a big but difference, it, right? ex- exactly. Yeah. So yeah, my my yeah. So my first sort of top tip, top yeah. life hack, and this goes for just traveling in general. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Bring some power banks. Carry them with you, by the way. Don't put them in like hold luggage or anything. Yeah. Because yeah. they'll pull your bag off and it won't arrive with you. But yeah, take them in your hand luggage and a- anywhere you go, you've got you've got yeah. you're fully connected. And the ones that I've got now, these twenty six thousand eight hundred. Yeah. If you're gonna buy one, they're like fifty quid. But I'd say. Six times a year, they get reduced to like 30 quid. Yeah. And that, prime day. Yeah, prime day. That's infrequent enough for me to think, oh, the 30 quid, I'll buy one. <laughs> so I've got, I'm getting a collection of them. So yeah, they're brilliant. Okay, well, that's number one. Um, so I'll do number two then. So yeah, I mean, we both do this, don't we? But yep. Basically, before you go to bed, um, and you know, when, like you said, if, if like Dave said, if you're in a tent or you're in a lodge, whatever you are, um, and you have your sleeping bag, the clothes you're wearing for the next day, why don't you bring them, put them into your sleeping bag, uh, even at the bottom, you know, your socks, even if you want to pull your boots in there, just keep them all warm. Because it, in some of the rooms, in some of the places that you're going to stay, whether it be on Everest Base Camp, you know, Trek Killy, maybe even some, you know, if you're climbing a 6,000 meter peak, it's going to be pretty cold. So your body heat will keep your clothes warm. And then the next day when you put those on, it's nice and toasty. Yeah, it yeah. makes it, it makes a huge difference. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, I think I, I realised when I when I very first went to base camp, um, it, we were getting quite high. Yeah, I'll be honest. Sometimes you just leave the clothes on your body, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is a, which is a convenient way of doing it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. if you don't like to sleep in the clothes you've been trekking in all day, yeah. Um, but you don't want to, because there's nothing worse, you know, when you finish the day. Yeah. You can be covered in sweat. Yeah. You take that base layer off. You hang it up. You're planning on wearing it tomorrow. It's it gets hung up, wet and sweaty, and yeah. then in the morning it's freezing cold. 
It's hardened. <coughs> Excuse me. Can book off. Uh, still, I know. Yeah, that's yeah. how it starts. Maybe the killy cough soon. Be careful. That's how it starts. <laughs> but then, yeah, and then you know what I tend to do is then actually before I go to bed, just yep. grab it, stuff it down at the bottom of the sleeping bag or whatever, like, and you're in. And it's it's the same temperature as me when I wake up in the morning. It's great. And this is the, uh, the number three. Then this is what I haven't done actually, but I know you have. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bring hand warmers. So, but I don't. I don't use them to warm my hands because yeah. I, the, when I was at base camp in October the old yeah. man had some and he gave me some because the rooms were freezing it was yeah. the coldest I've ever been there it's crazy yeah but the hand warmers I find like you open them up you tear them open and then they take about half an hour to kick in but yeah. then they don't they, they don't sort of warm your hand they just feel like they're burning the bit of the hand it, they're touching <laughs> you know so you sit there holding yeah. it and you're like yeah. my hands are burning yeah but they're not warm <laughs> you know, like the tips are still cold. So basically discarded it. Yeah. So I just put them on the floor. And then about half an hour later, I realized, oh, hang on. Oh, great idea. Yeah. yeah. So I just stuffed them in my boots. And I stuffed them down to the bottom of my boots where okay. your toes fit. And um, when I woke up in the morning and put my shoe on, it was amazing. Great idea. It, it was it was remarkable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, they, they last about six hours. They kept my boots warm all night. And then when I put my feet in in the morning, they were... Toasty. Nice. So, yeah. Try that. So, if you do have hand warmers and you think they're useless or you're not using them, mm. in really cold temperatures, particularly, I think, when you're in tents yeah. um, and it's snowing outside and it's really cold, you know, and you, you know you can have an inner and an outer boot on some of these high-altitude yeah. boots, yeah. or you can take the inner out, but then you want to keep the boot itself warm as well. Yeah. Use them for that. They're brilliant. I like it. Mate, that's a strong one. I'm going to try that one on Killy. Yeah, give it a go, mate. Obviously, it, it does make a difference because... I think it's just, you know, we've all said it, you know, there's nothing worse than waking up in the morning and putting like cold or wet boots on and having to yeah. start the day. Yeah. Immediately, your morale is just sapped Low. through the feet. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, when you put on lovely warm boots, it's great. Nice. What it reminded me of is, you know, when you go to like a posh hotel yeah. and you get the towel off the towel rack and it's been mm. heated and you put yeah, that yeah, on yeah, and it yeah. gives you that sort of, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the closest you could get to it, you know? Great sound. Yeah, that, 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 that's yeah. That that is the only sound you make. So what are we up to? Right. So there's number three, number four. So uh, I'll do this one. So right the first time I went to Everest Base Camp, I worked out. I was kind of lucky to work this out before I really knew too much about altitude tracking. But I did read up about it, and it, and it's and it's true that take something that gives you a smile, like almost like a real treat. You know, talking about food here now. Yeah. If there's something that perks you up, if, if it's something in the UK or, you know, wherever you are, wherever you're listening to this, if it's something that you like as a treat on a weekly basis, whether it be like a cake or, you know, a Mars bar or beef jerky, yep. whatever it is, you know, a bit of, bit of something just to perk you up, then take it. Because, you know, there's going to be times along the track where you're probably not going to be feeling 100%. Uh, yeah. Altitude does that to you. And, you know, if you want something to pick you up, that's something that you, you're quite familiar with. Take it along with you. Why yeah. not? You know, it, it'll it squeeze it in. Even if you take, you know, some Smarties with you or some wine gums or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, it's great, isn't it? And especially if you're having a really tough day, knock some wine gums back. And yeah. <laughs> they were some of my favourite sweets. Yeah. It makes a huge difference, yeah. I think. Um, a lot of the guys on the last trip I noticed had packets of beef jerky because we always really? recommend people go vegetarian mm. whilst they're on the trek in the remote areas. And, you know, everyone starts to 
crave some meat and things like that. So when you see that guy yeah. sit there, rip open a pack of beef jerky and he's sitting there eating it, knowing it's perfectly safe, perfectly healthy, yeah. everyone's lips were like, you know. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I think, yeah, it is a huge pick-me-up. Yeah. I think I know one person, it might have been Kiara, who, who went in April, Oh, no, October. It was October. She yeah. was there. One think, of our customers. I think she brought peanut butter. Nice. But I'm not 100% certain. I know one of the customers, and I think it's Kiara, brought peanut butter. Well, if she's listening, do let us know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kiara, if you're listening, drop me a message and let me know. Was it you that brought the peanut butter? And uh, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. it's just because she loves peanut butter and yeah. wasn't 100% certain that she could get it in the mountains, so yeah. didn't want to take the risk. <laughs> and I thought that was I thought that was amazing. I love it, and yeah. it, it does work. Honestly, any any treat at all, do take it. Uh, number four is an absolute godsend. Um, number five, yeah. So this one is relatively. I thought it was relatively obvious. Um, I mean, nothing's truly obvious if you haven't done it before. Yeah, I guess. exactly. But we yeah. do get a lot of questions, um, and the answer to almost all of them is bring wet wipes. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And um, I think you can get like biodegradable ones, yeah, you stuff can. that environmentally you know, friendly ones. Exactly. Yeah. So we we try and encourage everybody to bring those type. Yeah. Um, they might be a little bit more expensive, but you know, don't worry about it. They're worth their weight in gold when you get them yeah. up there, and they're brilliant. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, one, there aren't very many showers. Yeah. On any of the trips that we offer. Yeah. By the nature of how remote they are. Secondly, no one wants a shower that's cold in a cold environment. Yeah. I mean, it, it sucks anyway. But, you know, it might make you ill even if your chest yeah, gets cold get and wet cold. and stuff like Yeti that. Flu. So, so wet wipes, they're brilliant. Yeah. Even if you get like a big bunch of them and you hand them up and you like kind of knead them like dough, yeah. you will get a little bit of a, of a lather. Like like dough. <laughs> yeah, so knead them. Like, and, you, and you do get a little bit of a lather or a little bit of water on them. And yeah, yeah. It, makes, it makes a massive difference. I mean, what I did in October was I had the wet wipes and I had yeah. my Nalgene bottle, um, which I filmed with warm, I filled with warm water. And then a little, just like a little cap full of warm water on the wet wipe. <laughs> Excuse me, Kumbukov. Yeah, Kumbukov. Yeah, and, um, sorry guys. Yeah, and it is like a hot, soapy kind of shower without the running water. It's brilliant. Nice. But yeah, they're perfect for everything. You know, they do everything. Well, you know, Glasgow shower, as they call it. Yeah. Um, definitely helps. And let's is be it honest, a Glasgow shower. Well, I suppose you can call it or Newport shower. I mean, you're from Newport. I'm from Newport. Yeah, and I use them. <laughs> I've just never heard that. I've never heard that. Before. Uh, yeah, someone told me it was called a Glasgow shower. Uh, if you're from Glasgow, uh, you know, that's not a derogatory thing. No. I think it's just something I've heard along the grapevine. Yeah. Uh, that it's called a gra- Glasgow shower. So let's know if you're from Glasgow. Is that a yeah. regular thing? I When I was in Australia, I heard a pommy wash. A it's pommy just, wash. It's just spraying deodorant on yourself. Yeah, that I think, see, I think that's where it is. Because I, I think I picked it up because I went to a festival years ago. And I think someone was from Scotland. Yeah. And their initial thing was Glasgow shower. Yeah. So wherever you are, yeah. if you're not washing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the blank shower or blank wash <laughs> is is wet wipes or deodorant. Wet wipes or deodorant. Yeah. So the kumbu shower. The kumbu shower. The kumbu yeah, shower is the, the wet wipes. Shower. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. Um, well, look, what? this next this next next one is something that I don't do, but I'm going to give it to you because you you do this on a regular basis, and I've seen some videos of some. Yeah. Well, I won't, I won't give it too much away, but go for it, Dave. Well, no, yeah. Well, um, I used to have relatively long hair. Yeah. Longish, Long-ish. I would say. Yeah. Um, I need to wash it every day. It's quite thick and greasy. <laughs> um, yeah. And I wasn't able to do that. And someone on the last trek told me, again, this might be common knowledge to people, but it wasn't to me. So there must yeah, yeah, be yeah. another person I didn't know. That dry shampoo is basically just talc powder. 
talcum powder. powder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I heard this and I sounded it was a bit dubious, but I looked at myself in the mirror and thought, it can't make it worse. <laughs> so I went down <laughs> to a shop in Namshi and I bought some of this talc. Yeah. Um, and I just like, you know, more sound effects. All over the head. head. Very good, very good. And you end up looking like a a, a frosted iced gem. You know, (laughs) sweet, right? Analogy of the week. Frosted (laughs) iced gem. Yep. (laughs) And then, but you kind of like, you know, just kind of ruffle it around a bit, get it out of there. It's brilliant. I'm telling you, it's brilliant. I mean, it's not the same as, you know, head and shoulders in a shower. But, (laughs) you know, this this really would be the kombu shower. It was brilliant. But also... yeah. I used it to prevent... Um, I never really suffered with chafing at all, but on the last one, I think I, I, I was for some reason. Oof. But yeah, 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 like, you know, just, you know, apply where necessary. Yeah, nice, mate. I, I'm going to try it on... Maybe try it on, on Killy, because... Honestly, it makes a difference. As I mean, you know, I've suffered with chafing in the past. Yeah, it makes a massive difference. Okay. And, like you know, if you put it on your head, you might look like a bit of a, a bit of a wally. Frosted ice gem. <laughs> yeah, frosted ice gem. But who cares? Because once you like, you know, a bit of white left maybe, but the rest of it's relatively clean. It degreases your hair. Nice. And it, it was it was, it was, was amazing. Okay. Number I mean, six. I like that. Th- this is what, <laughs> this is strange because I can, I can hear a lot of people saying, duh. <laughs> you know, but but honestly, it might help one person. Well, if it helps a yeti, it can help anyone. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah, plenty of yetis buzz down. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I, I really do try and keep on top of the personal hygiene yeah. as much as possible. And when you take away the shower option, it does yeah. it does force you to innovate new solutions. No, I like that, Dave. I like that. Um, the next one is again probably might come across as obvious, and if you've downloaded any of our like equipment lists, you've probably seen earplugs. That's, um, you know, basically we always recommend. Yeah. Basically because that any accommodation you're staying in is the walls are super thin. Dave, I think you've always, you've once said that the walls are so thin you can hear each other's thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought was a fantastic line. Yeah. So sorry, mate, I had to steal that one. No, no, you take it, mate. <laughs> it's, it's the world's now. It's the world's now. Yeah. Nice. That's good to donate it. And yeah, so it, do take some earplugs or headphones. Um, either or, you know, what, because you can listen to some music before you're going to sleep. You know, whatever works for you. But ultimately, yeah, if you do bring some earplugs or headphones, they're going to help you get a better sleep. Yeah. And naturally, if you've had a better sleep, you're going to feel better. You have more energy the next day and you'll have a better time. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, number, what number is that? Seven? Yeah, number seven. Yeah. I think number seven is you actually see, really important. I see what we've done here. We've um, bullet pointed instead of instead numbered. numbered. <laughs> I know. Well I, well, I was, you know, we do like to make notes sometimes. And, um, yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe numbers next time. No. But this is okay. I'm trying to keep it. No, I, I've a, got the tally. I've got like the tally, it. yeah. No, I, yeah, I think the headphones is great because it can be hard to sleep at altitude anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, so you, you're sort of on a knife's edge whether you're going to sleep or not most evenings. Yeah. Um, and there's nothing worse, you know, than the noisy so and so next snorer you mean? snore yeah anyone that snores yeah, yeah. you know yeah dave I don't, I, I don't know what you mean never heard of it <laughs> um i sleep beautifully but um yeah you know if someone's moving or banging or making a noise and when yeah. i mean banging i mean like banging on the wall yeah. banging on the floor <laughs> i know what you meant yeah 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 hey uh, you know it's all good yeah what well, you know fair play to <laughs> you know, most of us are struggling just to breathe but um but yeah i think it, it just make you know you can pop them in put an audiobook on put some tunes on yeah. and go into your own little world and feel happy about the world instead of sitting there just being angry you know getting annoyed that you're not sleeping yeah. i i think they're a godsend yeah Mate, great stuff. Next one then is is one that um, I see you've done in the past, but go go for it, Dave. Yeah, yeah. So um, 
whenever I go into the mountains, I always have two bottles with me. Okay. One of them for drinking, and the other one is for sort of the other end, peeing. Okay. Peeing in the bottle. But uh, it, seriously, this helps. You've got to be particularly friendly with your roommate or on a room on your own. <laughs> yeah. But I know a lot of people do this. Yeah. Like, when you're in the lodges or in a tent, yeah. it can really take more energy than you've got to yeah. get up, especially if you're tending, because more often than not, you have to move away from the tent, yeah. you know, to go to the toilet. So that means putting your boots on, putting your jacket on, putting your beanie on, going outside. A trudging, lot of energy. Exactly. Trudging over to the toilet, mm. uh, going to the toilet, and then walking back, getting undressed again. It's yeah. a lot of faff. Got a pee ball. Just, you know, unscrew the cap, pee in it, cap back on, put it at the edge of the tent. Nice. You know, and then yeah, wake, yeah, up, yeah. wake up in the morning and just pour it out, okay. you know, in the toilet. It's... Uh, and it keeps you warm. Yeah, we, yeah. You, if you, I mean, you know, if you're desperate. Yeah, if you're desperate for warmth, yeah, it will be relatively <laughs> warm. <laughs> but, but, um, and if, if if you're female and you're listening, um, I know you can get a shiwi. Yeah. Just thinking targeting. Yeah. You know, because it can be quite hard. If um, yeah, if I've I've have known ladies to have done this. Yeah. And done that in their room with little, a shiwi because otherwise it's a bit hard. Little plug for shiwi there. Um, if shiwi wants to send us. Yeah. Free... <laughs> <laughs> no, well they're on they're on the equipment list. Yeah. Because no. they, they can be important for, you know, we obviously, you know, it's hard for us to comment, but we know loads of uh, ever trekkers, um, you know, female ever trekkers who have been who have taken a shiwi and it's worked wonders. Yeah. Well, it is. Because yeah. of I where mean, you are, you know. It just gives you added convenience, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, like it would drive me absolutely mad if I had to strip down to my knees every time I wanted to go to the toilet. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, it, it would annoy me. But yeah, no, that's a great, a great idea, actually. Yeah. The shiwi as well. But no, I think having a people, you can even get these um, purpose made things. I've never bought, bought them, but you can get yeah. them. They're little, what they look like is little um, sachets. Right. And you tear them off, and it's got like this, like powdery stuff in there. And then okay. when you pee in it, it just turns into a, a gel, so Whoa. it doesn't spill or anything like that. Okay. And then, and then that's biodegradable, and you just throw it away. That sounds interesting. Yeah, let's have a look at that. I never bought them because I. I don't it know. sounds messy, doesn't it? it? Yeah. Well, well, no, because they don't mess it. It's all contained. Really? In the little bag, and it's like a you know, if you turned it upside down, you know, all that would come out is like a big blob. See, of- for me, I want to field test that. Yeah, yeah, I've you never know, before used I start it. peeing in my tent. Yeah, you know what I mean. But the other thing, <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, um, but yeah, number number eight. So number nine, and it's very similar, but it's something we do quite regularly in the mountains. Is that you know before you go to bed, um, some tea houses we use, especially on the Everest Base Camp track. This and um, you know is a little bit more challenging. You know if you're halfway up a mountain like Kili, or if you're on Mera Peak Island Peak. But basically, if you can get a bottle, fill your Nalgene. Or your Camelback bottle, um, you know, say it's like a liter or something. Yeah. If you can get that filled with hot water, take it into your sleeping bag, give it a good cuddle, and then when you wake up, because that's been boiled, it's already ready to drink. Yeah. You know, so so the benefits of that, you know, is fantastic, isn't it? I know, yeah. I know we've both done that on a trek loads of times. Yeah, yeah. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. Um, in Gorak Shep, this this one just gone. Um, I didn't do it. Yeah. Only because the idea didn't occur to me until the middle of the night, and then it was too late. <laughs> But um, but yeah, it can be great. You just like fill a, you know your bottle up with hot water. I think you've got to get a your bottle's got to be like hot water safe. You know, I'm yeah. I'm sure one of the listeners will know what it what it's got to be. Is it something like BPA free or something like that? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can get these Nalgene ones that are like a soft sort of material. Yeah, I know that are really good for it as well. But yeah, it's great. So they don't melt. Yeah. Basically, yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. You don't want to put it next to your skin and then have it. 
yeah. sort of wrap it around a sock or something. Yeah. You know, put it in a sock. But yeah, it makes a big difference. And they, a lot of them can stay hot for quite a while as well. So it, you get at least a few hours out of it, you know, quite yeah, nice yeah. warm. Um, but that's a good, that, that is a really good idea. No, number nine is, is huge. I mean, yeah, definitely try it out next time you're on a trek um, or chuck it in the sleeping bag. And as we talked about, number two, about bringing your clothes, you know, as yeah. I'm sure it'll help to keep the clothes nice and warm as well. Yeah. Um, Dave, number 10. Wow, we meet number 10 already. Yeah. I'll let you go for that one. This one is one of my personal favourites. Um, the more treks that I seem to do, the more time I spend trying to force down four or five litres of water a day. Yeah. I sweat a lot when I'm working anyway, so um, generally I'll need to replace more. Drinking four to five litres of water a day can be hard. Yeah. You know, I'm sure, that, I'm sure there's a lot of people that don't find it difficult, um, like John. Yeah. Great bald yeti. He can drink four liters of just water. <laughs> but most people, I think, if you're like me, it's really difficult. Um, I struggle to get in what I'm supposed to get in in order to acclimatize. Yeah. Little squash. You know those little, um, like, I know Robinsons do them. Yeah, the like, squeezy ones. Little squeezy ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have revolutionized my hydration. They're awesome. amazing. Like, I put it in my water bladder. I put it in my bottle. Yeah, I, yeah, everything. Yeah. And necking a litre of squash yeah. is so much easier, so much more refreshing, and so much more enjoyable than yeah. necking a litre of just cold. After, like, four or five days of just drinking exactly, water, you yeah. get a bit fed up of it. Well, what yeah, do you think? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, every space comes 11 days yeah. um, until you're no longer at altitude. Yeah. So that's 11 days in a row where you need to be drinking, in my opinion, four to five litres of water yeah, a day. Yeah. Um, if you're on Diamox and you sweat a lot, that could even be, you know, yeah. definitely five. And this just makes a massive difference, yeah, yeah. a huge difference to it. Um, as long as, you know, they're only little tiny things as well. They don't weigh much. You can just leave them in your pack and yeah. then get rid of them when you're back in Kathmandu or whatever. Um, but yeah, in terms of hydration, which helps acclimatize, yeah. which helps keep me healthy, which means that I have a successful trip. And also just how much more enjoyable it is to have that. And, you, you know, you can you can put Barocca in there or whatever. You yeah. know, so you're getting some vitamins or hydration, salts and all stuff like that. Yeah. Essentially, just flavor your water. Mate, I like that. It's good that's number 10 because, like you said, the number one cause of any altitude issues is lack of water, lack of hydration, yeah. or just not drinking enough water. Yeah. So I think anything that, you know, if you're going to take one thing out of this, and, you know, you probably, if you're listening to our podcast regularly, you realise we're always talking about things that help your altitude. And I hope you pick up something out of you know the ten we've talked about today. But even if you just focus on this one, and that's just making sure you drink your four or five liters, yeah, um, a day, which sounds like a lot. But if something that makes that easier, happy yeah. days. I mean, there's little, you know? there's so many little things that over the years I've sort of picked mm. up. Like you know, on my keys, I've got a little tiny. You wouldn't even know what it is. It's like a little tiny um, keychain that transforms into like nail cutters. Nice. You know what I mean? So at the end of 11 days, you know, you're all downhill on the way back. Yeah. You know, keep your nails nice and short. You won't lose one on the hill. <laughs> Tell nice. you, there's loads of little differences like this that just, but yeah. I've not done that. i got to be honest, but mate, I love that. That's brilliant. Yeah. I'd well, be very interested to know yeah. what other little hacks people have got as well. So if people do message in and email in with their little life hacks and stuff like that, yeah. we'll shout them out on the show and I'll try them out and let you know how I get on. Well, yeah, we can try them on Killy yeah. in, in a few weeks. Um, but yeah, I mean, just what before we get to the sort of the final word, really, it's all these things, you know, if they make your, your life a little bit easier, you'll have a better time, better chance of reaching your goal. And, you know, if, if you do need any more advice, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, do go on to the show notes where you can download the full Everest uh, Basecamp guide. Um, you can download, if, you know, if you're thinking of Killy or any of the other guides, you can download them on each page. But we always talk about the Everest guide, if you like. And if you go to bit.ly 
forward slash Everest BC guide. Have a little look at that. Let us know what you think. Yeah. And, you know, do subscribe to this podcast as well because this is number seven now. Yeah. We'll be, we, you know, we do release one a week. We've got the Killy um, sort of mini series coming up. And, you know, if you've enjoyed listening to us, definitely subscribe if you're on iTunes or Spotify. And something that's huge to us as well. If you've enjoyed it today, get your phone out. Go on to Apple and just leave us a nice little five-star review. We would love you if you were able to do that. Yeah. It's not just for our ego. Um, it, <laughs> it, it, it does yeah. help us reach more people. Um, and it does help us climb those rankings, which means more people see us, more people get the information that you yourself may have enjoyed. Yeah, exactly. And, um, yeah, if you haven't enjoyed it, um, leave us a good review anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, look, it's okay if I do final word, Dave? I, I, I know I, I haven't done one for a while. No, I'd appreciate if you did it, mate, because... Um, it's never the final word. It's never. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you can have a final word this time. But look, um, so basically, when it comes to these hacks, I mean, we've already sort of focused on it, but altitude can be a real bugger. I was going to use something else then, but I know Apple don't like it if we swear. Do they not? No. They, they, it's under a different rating called explicit, which means it oh, doesn't. Oh, really? Yeah, I know. So that's why we are lumped, lumped in there with the nerdy yeah, worlds. Yeah, I know. Well, altitude can real, be a real bugger. Um, you know, it, but these sort of hacks, if they make even the smallest difference for your track expedition, that difference could be the the difference really between reaching your goal and not reaching your goal. So I do hope you've you've kind of enjoyed this week. And uh, Dave, back next week with another episode of uh, Matt and Malarkey podcast. So thanks for today, mate. Yeah, no, yeah, it's good to be back. Like I said, hopefully uh, didn't come across as uh, rusty. Mate, no, you're fantastic. Yeah, thanks. Um, I loved your analogy of the week as well, which was... Um, which was that again? Frosted ice gems. Frosted ice gems, I like yeah. that, um, to do with talc. To do with talc I on think the that's going to be a memorable one, that one. Talc on the head, yeah. Frosted Almost ice as gem. good as your... I, one I really enjoyed from the uh, one of the other podcasts was, I think it was an albatross jump, walking across rocks. Yeah. Talking about how you used to walk down a hill. Oh, yeah, like rather ungainly. Yeah. And, yeah, like some... Yeah, that's true, until I got the new boots. Until you got the main yeah, boutons, which I've just bought. Yeah, the main boutons. Yeah, with the um, the new insoles, which I can't remember the name of. So, but if you, <laughs> if you, if you want to know, podcast at evertrack.co.uk, <laughs> and I will let you know. Good man. Well, look, thanks for today, and we'll see you next week. All the best, guys. See you guys. Bye. <laughs>